Alright, welcome to our very first episode of the LARP Channel's RPG Project. This is going to be hopefully the first of several games that come out of Dungeon in a Box. If you want more info on that, go to dungeonabox.com. We're going to be using a multitude of different things, not just any one particular game. We've got Pathfinder miniatures, we've got... Hero dies, Hero Forge, all sorts of stuff, plus the Dungeon of Box storyline itself. Tonight we've got an interesting setup where I've got two players who are actually playing two characters each. So we've got a primary character and then a secondary companion character that works alongside them. And then all four characters together are what forms the Adventurers Guild within this particular world, along with their known contact who is Cedrail Stargazer. Uh, the characters already know each other because they've worked together in the past through the Adventures Guild and this game puts them right in the middle of the action from the get-go. So let's go ahead and meet the players. We've got James who plays... So I am playing a artificer, uh, Rock Gnome. His name is Mercer uh, Bristrop and uh, Eventually, he will go into an artillerist, so he enjoys things that go boom. Uh, the louder the explosion, the better it goes. And then for the, the secondary character, uh, we have uh, Celine Silverfall. She's a human uh, bard with the uh, that will go to the College of the Lore. And uh, she is, you know, her, her specialty is influencing people by talking to them. And then we have Ren, who's playing? <laughs> even. I can't tell even. <laughs> That's my primary. Uh, this version of Acantha is a revival of <laughs> a previous incarnation of Acantha that uh, somewhat went off the rails. Uh, we're going to try to tone that down um, in this incarnation of Acantha. Uh, so she is my main, and then we have her wonderful companion, Huthorn of the Blow Dark Fisher Clan, aka Hootie of the Blowfish. Thank Hootie? you, Hootie of the that, Blowfish. That's the name, Hootie. Yeah, well, he, they go by Hootie to Acantha and Thorn to everyone else because. Okay, so what name am I using as the DM? Use Thorn. Thorn, okay. <laughs> because this Aarakocra is a very serious Aarakocra. And he is a fighter, right? They are a fighter. You cannot tell the gender of this Aarakocra because you look at them and you see a blue hair and a humanoid. <laughs> I'm going to make a side note right now. If I screw that up, it's... Not on purpose. Right. I will do my best to right. And when you look at Acantha, all you see is the ancient one from Doctor Strange. So, there you go. Bald head and all. Alright, so prior to where you guys are at right now, yes. a falling star came out of the sky, scattered into various pieces, and fell everywhere across the Great Sea. 
<clears throat> the Great Sea is what encompasses the majority of the land. So this is primarily all ocean with a little bit of land uh, to the sides and islands throughout. You have the mainland of Greenwald with Black Rift to the north. And we get the map open here. And the old Empyrean to the south. Greenwald is where all of our characters are primarily from, which is also how they met for the Adventurers Guild. Cedriel said that the Adventurers Guild would like to keep whatever that was out of the hands of Black Rift and any other individuals who would use it for unnecessary, unwanted means. So you guys were tasked with going to a cave nearby where two of the pieces were thought to have fallen. There's no idea how long ago this was that it happened, just that it was discovered here. And the temple you have set out to find is known as the Monastery of the Arched Sky. It's an ancient old temple that was once discovered some time back by another individual whose name I will get to later. So right here at the beginning of the map, where you guys are set up at, is the entrance in, and that is the Tomb Raiders camp. Feel free to put your guy, put your characters in whatever order you're you're heading in there. I just set them all down. Thorn will go first since Thorn is. I am good with that orientation. Okay. All right, so the fighter's gonna go in there. Acantha will bring up the rear. Giggity. What about? Uh, I'm good. We'll walk side by side. In in well, it's a five foot wide. Well, when we can, we'll be side by side. Otherwise, um, uh, like that, Mercer will always take front. Okay. So the minute Thorn goes in the door, there is a smell of rot. Not like dead bodies or anything, but like rotten wood, old, old stone, there's a stale smell in the air. So our basement smell, I gotcha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting direction. <laughs> Gotta love old houses. But that, so, are you guys all can, coming in then? Can a, yeah, can a campus see around everybody? The hallway leading in was basically uh, just a big open cave where the doorway was at, and walking into that first main tunnel, it's five feet wide, so whatever you can see over everybody else is just what you can see from the back of the line. Hootie, what do you see? <laughs> Hootie only turns around and gives the cantha. <laughs> Hootie can make an investigation check to notice some things in here. So Hootie is I'm going to move Hootie into the room at this point. Making Oh no, Thorn does not perceive anything because Thorn rolled a four. <laughs> oh, well, it's an eight total. Okay, so for this one little detail, mm -hmm. I'll give you this. A lot of the crates have a red M stamped on them. Oh, okay. Most of them are rotted. A lot of them are old. You can tell that whatever was going on here was here for a while. But anything that was in those crates that was organic is long gone. All right. Hootie turns around. Crates with red M's on them. And you guys are entitled to a history check. Okay. Acantha is 
Are you guys all in the room now? We're stepping in, yes. Acantha's gonna make the history check because Acantha knows things. Oh, that's gonna skip right out. Oh, does a 13 tell Acantha anything? That M stands for Magnus, the famous Tomb Raider. Oh, like the ice cream? 19. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Mark uh, read MB, which was the mark of Magnus. He was known for tomb raiding, robbing, always going after really big magical stuff. Obviously, he's long since been, as far as you guys know, dead. Thorne got a 15 on an uh, history check. Yeah. So that'd still be enough here. Um, right, does a 19 give us anything over that? Special? Uh, you know that uh, Magnus and a small crew of people came to this very area in search of some things. You're you're left to assume that it was this the same stuff you're looking for now. Okay. But no word ever got back as to what happened to the crew. Did they live? Did they die? Did they abandon the whole adventure altogether? Did they get trapped? Did, who knows? Nobody knows. Uh, the temple walls in this area are made of heavy blocks of fitted sandstone. At one point, a decorative relief was carved into them, but time has worn them smooth, and they now retain only a hint of former handiwork. A few tilted and cracked flagstones can be seen stuck in the otherwise rough clay and dirt, and dirt passage. Anything else you guys are going to do? What Acanta's is up? Gonna, oh, go ahead. Acanta's gonna go open up one of the crates. Okay, you go to open it, and it just it breaks, it snaps, and you have like one piece that's fallen into the crate, and two more pieces of rotted wood in your hands. What do I see in the crate? Long past dry to dust, rotted foodstuffs. Um, Covering over what would look like basic ceramic plates and bowls. Is there any jerky? That's probably still good. No. <laughs> okay. It does look like you might be able to salvage a bedroll out of there. Well, I've already got one of those. Um, you know what? <laughs> I have a torch. Can I just burn this? It's a hundred. You also find two rolls of perfectly usable rope. 50 oh. feet long each. Sweet bananas, hempen or like standard. <clears throat> standard rope. Okay, how many? How many feet? Uh, they're 50 feet each, and there's two of them, so 100 feet total. Cool. Never would I have ever thought my first percentile die roll for the night was going to be a 100. Yeah. <laughs> what this is our okay. What is our lighting situation overall? Is it based on In the map? This, is it all low light? In this area, it's. Very dim and dark, but you do see what looks like light coming from this direction. Okay. So, uh... Oh, I'm sorry, can you not see in low light? Uh, I can. Uh, I can too. Celine cannot, though. Okay. Oh. She does not have low light or dark vision. So, uh, Mercer turns around mm -hmm. and uh, taps on her light crossbow, and he goes, light for you. And he infuses a little bit of arcane energy, giving her a five-foot dim light radius. Oh, 
uh, off of her crossbow. So that way she can see around us and see what's going on. What about Thorn? Do Aarakocras have a racial ability regarding light? I neglected to look that I did not. Give me just why, a second. So I like half elves. They can see lots of stuff. <laughs> You do not have dark vision or low light vision, which is kind of confusing. It makes sense, you know, waterfowl. Anyway, alright, Thorn is gonna light a torch. Okay, so we have two sources of light: the light off the crossbow. It's very, it's, it's, it's really, it's only ten foot, but it's enough that she's not going to trip over. Is that an actual light spell? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's uh, magical tinkering from an artificer. Nice. Oh, okay. I take okay. an action, and I can cause a tiny, non-magical object. So in this instance, like the little bolt that's on the crossbow, I just boop and use it with just a shedding of light. Cool. All cool. right. All right. So Thorne is going to proceed deeper into wherever we are now that they can see with this torch. Okay. All right. So you get to right here. Now I know this shows that. That. that that's level. not there right now. Okay. We we follow suit. Oh, yeah. All right. You yeah. you She's following next. us? Well, duh. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm bringing up the rear. Alright, so Kroka comes into its next room. It opens up to a much larger chamber. Perception check. You're oh. not in the room yet. You're at the very back of the line. You see a hallway. <laughs> that was, no, that was Thorin trying to see what was in oh, the room. Oh, oh, okay. Thorin okay. had a three. <laughs> it, yeah, so this is exactly what he sees. Heaps of earth that have been pushed through the once strong sandstone walls, but those that stand are decorated by a relief of swirling clouds and shining stars that runs the entire perimeter of the room. The otherwise closely fitted flagstone floor is marred by deep cracks. Most marvelous, however, is the vaulted ceiling that rises to a height of 15 feet overhead. The entire ceiling is painted a deep royal blue flecked with countless flakes of mica and quartz. When a light source is brought within, the ceiling glints and flickers like stars in the night sky. So the minute whoever has a light source, even as dim as the crossbow, you start to see that glittering starting to happen off the ceiling. As you guys come in, I assume everybody's coming into this room? Yes. yes. Okay. You do actually step over a tomb right here, and that's where you kind of notice that this is... Like a royal chamber tomb, so to speak. Akantha's gonna look in the tomb. Oh god. What do I what do I roll for that? Well which tomb are you opening? The, the one, one that's to... already open or one of the three that's not open? The one that we had is the one that we had to step over open? No. Then I'm gonna open that one. Okay, so give me a strength check. Oh no. Um That's gonna be a six. <laughs> yeah, you heave, you hoe, you push, you 
Duty, help me! <laughs> I, I... Mercer and Celine are gonna walk a loop around the room. And Hootie is gonna be absolutely no help. They got day three on their strength check. Oh, well, okay, so, six on like their Like, all the way around here? Yeah, they're gonna take a, a slow walk around. All right, so look. you... Do either of your characters have a... Um, what's the passive perception? Uh, passive perception is going to be... 14 for Celine and... Uh, 10 for Mercer. Okay, so Celine notices this right off the bat. Mercer does not. Okay. Um, dry mud tracks that crisscross across the room. You are allowed an intelligence check under investigation or nature. Okay, well, doing. Uh, so Celine points it out to Mercer. Mercer's like, hmm. So if Thorne goes over to help Acantha. It is an assist. Okay. So, 19. Because they're holding a torch, they are of no help to Acantha. She and Thorne cannot open the thing. Okay. And Thorne says, Acantha, why don't you just leave it? <laughs> so the check that you made reveals that the tracks are definitely not human, but of some sort of large creature. Hmm. Gotta be careful in here. Something large. What? I say, and Acantha says, and her voice echoes off the walls. <laughs> and she rolls. <laughs> so as as I walk past, do I see those two? Can I roll? What appear to be crates? I want to invest. Chest. You do. They're not actually chests. Those are the adornments that were on the walls. Those just look like decorated tables that would have been her wine glasses. Or... And nothing's on them? No. They're just really old, starting to rot, looking okay. side right. tables. So then they would, they would end up circling through that little gap there. Right there. And, you know, Mercer Oldman, there's, uh, there's two paths down there at the, at the end of this area. Has Acantha noticed them looking at those footprints? Um, no, because you were focused on trying to get the crypt open. You guys do notice that this crypt is open, and you also see what looks like a small stone door here. Uh, I go to the stone door. I'm going to see if it's locked. I'm going to investigate it. Thorn has gently redirected Acantha's attention to the other party members. And Acantha and Thorn approach the other party members. Alright, so. Or an 11 on the investigation on the door. It's a stone door. Any weird, like, any, like, markings? Nope. Uh, Well, okay, I take that back. You do see this as a symbol. There is, like, a symbol carved on there. In some ancient form of. Can I roll a history or arcana against that? Yes, yes, you can. History, if it's better. They're be. both sevens. Okay. So. So, 14 total. So, you I would got... have known that this would have been a religious storeroom, as it were, hmm. but intended for more valued items, not just a broom closet sort of thing. I've been holding this. 
Akanta hmm. wants to investigate that open, uh, the open crypt. Okay. And what do I roll? Do I want to roll perception or investigation? Investigation. You don't have to roll anything because it's already open, and I can tell you exactly what's in it. What is in it then? Uh, real, really nothing of value, just moldering scraps of cloth and dusty skeletons that are long dead. The bones of each sarcophagus are jumbled and disturbed, long since looted by what you would assume is the Magnus and his men. I grab the longest bone in the body and I hold it up and I say, this is humorous. Thorn rolls their eyes and looks away from me in disgust. <laughs> Mercer walks off and Celine Celine looks at you and just goes, Really? <laughs> you walk up it's here? Funny. No, he goes that way. This way? Like back towards the two um, doors. Or the pass. Right here? Right oh, there's here. a door there? There's a door here. Oh, yeah, he'll go investigate that door then. Okay. Is the door open and stuff? This door? The the door that Mercer's investigating. No, they're all closed. Okay, That's going to be a, a 23 investigation. Uh, let's see here. Can I? Is the door locked? Which door are we talking about? Because the there's Mercer's two door. doors that you guys have looked at. The one Mercer has moved to. Right here? Yeah. The door doesn't... You don't know if it's locked or not. Nobody's tried to open it. You I'm said gonna... you did an investigation no. on it? <laughs> and he, he, he grabs his, his wood wand. No. Oh, come on, buddy. This won't be... I'm sure it won't be like last time. He's like... No. <laughs> what, you don't trust me anymore? No. Fine. <laughs> okay, so the investigation from what you rolled doesn't reveal anything special or usual, unusual about the door. It's just a door. Is it locked? Have you tried opening it? Well, like I'm, in, I'm doing an investigation. So one, do I see oh, any okay. traps? That was the twenty-three. Right. No, so, you don't see any traps. So I check the handle. Handle turns. When you open the door, you know how sometimes there's that sixth sense where you can't get anything specific or detailed, but you just, there's that hinkering at the back of your mind that mm-hmm. there's something else there. Yeah. Down you the start spine. get to that, you start getting that feeling. Um, Celine also, get, Celine's a bard, right? Yes. yes. So Celine starts to kind of get that feeling, as well as Acantha starts to get that feeling a little bit. Smell magic. So I look into the room. What do I see? Um, you see a stone floor that starts to turn into what looks like a jumblement of stones with little wisps of magic coming up out of them. Almost like a fog kind of rolling out, and you see the actual glow of green coming up out of the, the oh, stone. Oh, I, I, I have to investigate this. Uh, you Celine, are... I, th- I think you need, a, you need to check this out, too. Me three! Akansa drops behind you as well. So you are allowed an Arcana check. Oh, no! 
What's Thorn doing right now? Thorn's just kind of scanning the area, being prepared, staying on their toes. Acantha rolled a one for her Arcana check, so now she has a headache. What, what, okay, so what, are, what is the check again? It's an Arcana check. For what specifically? Determining the former purpose of the room you are looking into. Okay, I would get advantage. Thorn wants to move over to one of those other two passages to kind of peek down the hall. Oh, heck yeah. Miss, yeah, whichever one. Let's, yeah, let's go with the one. All right, so give, when he gets to about right here, give me an investigate check. Okay, that's enough. Oh, yeah. He also notices the little skittering looking... The muddy tracks. The muddy tracks thing, and he notices that they go into this way. Well, I, I hollered that they were there. Yeah, but Can't... there was no indication whether or not Thorn was paying attention. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to creep over to that door very stealthily. <clears throat> and, oh, yeah, buddy. That's going to be a 24 on a stealth check to sneak up to the door. Right to here? Yeah, right there. Okay. Hold on just a second. 27. For the Arcana check? Yes. Okay. (sighs) So, you know that this was the temple's horary, and it was intended for various key components of the apparatus, orbs and rigs representing the outer planes and elemental spheres allowing for the temple's acolytes to trace the subtle influence of changes in the cosmos. Hmm. Interesting. You also know that the orrery was the heart of the temple and is still imbued with a variety of unique magical effects. I'm going to cast the first level spell, Detect Magic. Agantha <laughs> did not take that. Okay. And I'm going to take the time to study. <clears throat> okay, so... You pick up on a variety of different types of magic. Basically, the only way I can describe this to you from a visual perspective is imagine like a bubble with various different colors of fog swirling around in it. Like a crystal ball? Kind of. The only thing that does distinctly stand out, I'm assuming you're kind of stepped into the room now. Yeah, I'm in the room. Okay, the only thing that really stands out are these four pillars here. All four of them are levitating off the ground. Just a few inches, but off the ground and just kind of floating there. So exactly what we see is what's on the map that you have in front of us that nobody else can see. Because <laughs> they're all listening. Yes. <laughs> okay. So and then you do see what also looks like a uh, some sort of arcane circle sort I'm of thing on the floor. I'm the curious, has Mercer stepped on it? any of the illuminated parts of the floor? No, he didn't say he walked into the room okay. itself. Yeah, yeah, I did. Like, into the very center of the no, room? No, no, I walked into the room. Okay, well, that's where you're at right here, because that's where you first noticed this pillar, and so you see all the rest of this. Okay, so what type of magic is it? Because I can tell by using Detect Magic, I can... Well, that's why I described it the way I did, because it's a variety of different magics all swirling around. Correct, but I can learn the school of magic, if any. So if it's multiple schools, I learn the multiple okay. schools. And then you're going to have to give me a minute to... And a few of them aren't specific schools. They're just universal cosmic That's fine. magic. That's fine. And Thorn got a natural 20 on his investigation. Or not investigation. Um, 
insight? He wants to stand there and like listen and see what he can see. In like, here? At the opening to that tunnel that leads right to here? the pool. Yeah. Okay. Well, you do hear water. Uh-huh. You also kind of hear the echoing sounds of what you heard when this door was open uh-huh. as well. <clears throat> so, so he did get a natural 20. Does he discern anything else? And now you got me doing it. They, do they discern anything else? Not really, not. I mean, yeah, it was a really good roll. There's nothing water. else to perceive. There's nothing else to perceive. Okay. They don't smell anything? Fresh water. <laughs> mm. I mean, if there was more there, yes, I would be telling you. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing else, else there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And they're gonna move over to the other tunnel and peek down into it. Okay. And they're gonna get another natural twenty. <laughs> I never get that twenty. What is this? When you're done with James's thing. You're going to have to give me a few minutes here because I have to look up all of these. And you're you're trying to discern the different schools of magic, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I want to know what I'm working with here. So I can tell you right off the bat, two of them are just cosmic magics that you see swirling around in there. You pick up on... up on enchantment magic abjuration magic evocation magic Acantha's nowhere near him right now yeah she almost followed him into the room oh okay and more abjuration magic So he, he's going to do a, a quick walk around the entire perimeter of the room first. Okay. Um, see if anything else stands out, and if nothing else, he'll then go and investigate the center of that. Alright, so, yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. On the edge. 20, 20, 20. Was it a nat 20? It is. Then you learn everything you want to know. Well, you, it, <laughs> it, so not really. Because unless, 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 unless I know. Ken does, <laughs> you know, criticals for skill checks, a 20 is just a 20. So yeah, I know, I know. it'd be a 27. No. Okay. So. You start to notice unique, um, unique rooms that, let's see here. You notice that each of the planes and objects that are marked with, are marked with abstract runes. These runes, before you didn't kind of put it together, now you have. These runes also match the same markings you saw on the door that you looked at back in that other room. And you do take, and you take note that some of those runes look like they could match as well. 
So yeah, those match some of the markings here. Thorn, with his roll down here, just sees a long tunnel and what looks like a stairway leading down into another room. Do they perceive anything that might be sticking out from the wall? Yeah, you see that. Oh, I see. Okay, I see the... You just can't, you just can't tell if it's active or inactive. Mm. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Rule number one, never separate the party. Oh, crap. Why you got... Hey, that's just been a common rule of Thorn D&D is, for years. Well, that's okay. Hi, Caleb. Thorn is going to return to the remainder of the party to report what they have discovered. Alright, so are these two still back here, or are they up here now? No, uh, Acantha, Selena's up with me. Yeah, and Acantha, uh, I think, has managed to get rid of her temporary headache from when she rolled a one trying to do an arcana check. Alright, so there's Thorn. So I'm I'm doing a walk around. Yep. So you get around to here, you get around to here. This is you coming all the way back around over to here. The right in the green. Okay. So the other thing you notice is the stones seem to like kind of hover and float. They feel solid, but it's like they're moving in some weird pattern. Okay. Um, Thorn relays information that they gleaned by peeking down the other two paths. Well, I got one other thing for you with your investigation check. You can also tell that what you now know as the orrery used to function automatically in conjunction with how the planes moved and how everything else moved, but due to time has... Um, caused it magical mayhem, so to speak, and it's jammed up and kind of broken down. Did I tell how it jump-started? With that investigation I have? Um, kind of. Um, you, you get the distinct sense that that well, uh, is this that it has something to do with con the conjunction of the door you looked at earlier? Is that is that the kind of orrery this is? No. 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 Um, okay. Okay. So so this is this empowering the door, or is the door empowering this? You don't know. So again. Akantha is going to wonder if Mercer has stepped on any of the light. I, I've been in the oh, yeah. green. I've been all over the green. Okay. Not, in the, just... not in the pink. So Akantha is just going to mm, kind of trot in there and start walking towards the middle of the pink. Don't mind if I do. do, 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 do you just hop right on in here. Bloop. Shiny! Thorn, Thorn was unable to grab Akantha's arm to restrain her before she proceeded. And Thorn is shaking their head. Okay. 
Okay, so you step into the middle and nothing happens. So the runes that I saw on the pillars, mm -hmm. I go back to the door. Okay. And I tap on them in the order that I saw them. Okay, so nothing happens, but now that you're kind of looking at the door and kind of recognizing runes, you can also tell that how the runes are in the orrery and how they are on the door are different. So I make a note of the order that is on the door. Okay. And I come back mm -hmm. and... The runes are on the pillar, right? And the pillar's kind of floating? Yeah, there's four pillars. There were four different runes, and the pillars are floating just a few inches. So I walk over to the what the first rune that's from the door. Mm -hmm. I walk over to the pillar that um, has that mark on it, mm -hmm. and I tap it first. I can't think I got an 11 on the mark. Yeah, just, <laughs> okay, nothing happens. All right, so then I start pushing it. Towards an athletics check. Arcantha uh, got an 11 on an arcana check while standing in the pink, and then a 2 on a strength check when she tried to push the nearest pillar. You said athletics? You give me just a second. Yes. 18. Did you say a strength check? Yes. Of no, sorry, 16. Okay, do you have athletics? I. Oh, let me rephrase that. Are you proficient with athletics? I sure am not. Okay. So you need to give me a second. What'd you roll for athletics? 16. 16. All right. You are able to successfully push the first rune into place. Ooh. And it just, it's almost kind of like a, like a lock sort of moving into the correct orientation. You just. Oh. We need to move these in, in this, this order. And I point to the next pillar and I say, it needs to go here. I kind of push it with my hand a little, eh? With the two, nothing happens. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, Thorn. All right. Or Thorn. Thorn. I'm now, on my way. Hold on. Since you two were both trying to move simultaneously, you moved correctly. You did not because you failed your roll, which means... What you've done, you failed. <laughs> hey, I didn't roll one. So you so. start to see a number of different visions pop into your head. Ah! You see a pool of water. You see a tunnel that is completely submerged underwater, and then you see another room with skeletons. Two skeletons in particular laying on the floor, both reaching for what looks like a table. And it's all happen. All happens in like the snap of a second, and then. It doesn't hurt or anything, it's just that's... Akantha is a little shook. She sits down. <laughs> Thorin proceeds into the room. I will assist uh, Thorin, and I guide him. I'm like, this needs to go here. You guys. Okay, so roll to assist, and then I, if it's a success... I, oh, nope, okay, so Thorin just makes a basic Thorne athletics check. Got athlet oh, athletics? Thorin got a 21. Okay, Good. so the second room... <laughs> That one needs to go there. Right. 
Thor moves over to the other area. I assist this time. You have oh, no! You have advantage. You have advantage. Roll again. Roll oh, thank again. God. <laughs> I don't want to know what would have happened with a one. Oh, no. Okay, that was not very good. Eleven. Eleven? Mm-hmm. Okay. That does not work. Oh, Thorin. Oh, Thorin causes a wild magic surge to go Thorn, on. Thorn, like Thorn. Rose Sorry, Thorn. sorry. Thorn. I know we're familiar with another person who is very small right now. Small bean. <laughs> I thought Akanza was going to be the troublemaker. Well, she's already started. Poor Hoothorn can't get a break. So Thorn, after causing a wild magic surge to go oh, off, no. gets Sorry. three years younger. What? I don't know if that's any distinctive... I mean, Thorin's like middle-aged, so it doesn't matter that much. So, Thorin, Thorn, Thorn, I'm going to get that name down, I swear. Thorn goes three years younger. Thorn is surprised, but feels invigorated. You're looking good. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. But we still need to get the pillar over here. I'm I'm working on it, buddy. Strength. Oh, God, same. If he's going to assist, let him roll to see if he assists, and then make your okay, roll. Okay, okay, okay. But do not. He does not. What'd you roll? I rolled another 11. That is not enough. Akantha's going to jump up and try to help. All right, hang on. A different one. Hang on. Akantha rolled one. That is an 8. Oh, damn it, Akantha. Okay, so Thorn is affected by fairy fire. Oh no, what's going to happen to that? Each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Because it was a while, because it was a random effect, we're going to say it's green. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light. You all have to make a dexterity saving throw. You are all within 20 feet of where okay. he's at. Come on, Thorn. Black Mercer. Greenish. Green. Green. You said a deck save? Yes. Nice. Well. What'd they get? Uh, 14 and 17 on the roll, respectively. So I got to figure out what their modifiers are real quick. So Thorn got a 10, and Acantha did surprisingly well with a 13. Okay, so Thorn is going to have advantage from attackers against him for the next 24 hours. Oh, crap. That was so 17 and 19. Yep, you guys are fine. <clears throat> Alright, so now that that's all said and done. <sighs> is Acantha going to try to move the... Yeah, or... she got a 16. She saw what they were about and just went over and... <clears throat> Okay, so the third, the third pillar gets moved into place. One last one to go. Go right. muscles. I can't do it. 
You got it! She moves over to the other pillar and gets a nat 20! <laughs> she doesn't just move the pillar. She puts her finger to it and goes, Whoop! Go that way! <laughs> and this thing just like follows suit almost like it's alive and just kind of do 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 I look at Thorn. Thorn? What? You're useless today. Bruh. Hey, you know, sometimes she just Everybody pulls it out of the can give me a perception check. Now. You know. Same thing. Okay. Oh, Cantha notices, I think. Oh, yeah. That's, that's gotta be good. Uh, that's gonna be a 17 for a Cantha. And... <laughs> 21 for Celine <laughs> and oh, and a 14 for Lauren. 16 for Mercer. Okay, so did everybody got above a 12, right? Yeah. Okay, so in this order, what you hear echoing from the room back this way, the one where the sarcophaguses were at, you hear what sounds like steel shooting out and then retracting, followed by the sound of a door unlocking and opening. So, ooh, door's <laughs> open. Yeah, come on, Celine. Come on, Acantha and Thorn. Wait, I, I, I had a vision. You guys want to hear about it? I've already ran off. Mercer! <laughs> and Thorn. And I'm assuming she follows. She, right she, she gets like halfway and stops and goes back in to listen to Acantha. Mercer has jetted. Yep. The door you looked at earlier is now open so, with a chest. He walks in. Oh, no. Mercer, that's a bad idea, buddy. And there's a chest setting at the far back. Thor back has room. gently taken Acantha's arm and is guiding her out of the room towards to, to follow Investigation Mercer. on it is going to be a 26 for the chest. Is it trapped or locked? You can tell it is locked um, with a hidden lock mechanism. Acantha is bored with this Whoop. and goes to not the hallway that leads <clears throat> to the pool. So the twenty-six does it. So I know where the mechanism is. Your first initial check found the mechanism. He's like, ha ha! Whips out his tools. So I need. And he, do you have thieves tools? I do. Okay, then I need a dexterity check. Yeah, that's going to be a uh, four. A what? A four. <laughs> what is he Actually, sorry, off? sorry. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I misread that. That check was for on the door originally if you hadn't figured out how to open it. No, you find a chest and it is unlocked. Oh, he whips it open then. Nice. Inside you find a robe covered with stars. He folds it up nicely and puts it in his backpack for now. Um, excuse me, you're not going to share it with the class? Thorne Nobody said. else is over there. Yeah, Thorn took a can over to the door. Oh, over to here? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, just as you guys get over there, you see him find a chest, pop it open, see a robe, and go, fold this way, fold that way. Mercer, you've got the rather bad habit of not sharing with the class. I figure we'll figure it out once we're done with this area. It takes time to study items. Right, Thorne. Don't give him a hard time. 
I'm gonna can't the trots off. <laughs> now that Thorn is semi-distracted, oh, she trots off to the far. Keep going. There you go. And she proceeds down that hallway. So give me a minute. Okay. I know what you're doing. <laughs> what is Thorn, Mercer, and Celine doing? I've I put the robe in my backpack and said, you know, we'll figure it out later. It's just, let's figure out the room. Let's go. Works for me. I okay. turn. Thorn turns around and realizes Cantha has disappeared, and they say a swear and go to look for her. You need to do a better job. She's your responsibility. Or he, you know what I mean. I know. Go get her. Shut up, Mercer. <laughs> okay, so do all of you follow back down to this hallway? Yes. Then? You gave me a perception check. Yes, I believe a kid is going to perceive the crap out of this. She got an 18, my guy. All right. Give me just a second here. Oh. Excuse me. Sorry. Come on, dude. That was like a seven. All right. So you come into this room. You guys all follow down to here. Once you guys get down here, that's where you notice uh, writings right above this doorway here. Ooh. This seems to look like... The best way I can describe it is think of a robot that's not active. Oh, so it's like... Inactive. Gee, I wonder, is that the opposite? <laughs> Lord. But the, the writing... It's in sleep mode? The writing above the doorway says, Enter here the path of stars. Let them guide us in the night. Cool. I'm going to take one of my slings and lob it at said pointy robot boy. Or oh, at this... Yeah, I'm going to use my sling to lob a projectile at the robot boy. Are you up here, like, ten feet away from it, or yeah, are you I'm like, back I'm here? I'm, like, close to it, and I'm going to be, like, kind of in that corner. Over here? Yeah, and I'm okay. going to, like... Lob a sling bolt at. Oh, that's not gonna. Are you guys making your way into the hallway then? Yeah. yeah. If, if Thorn is not going, Mercer is. Uh, is Thorn moving in? Actively poking him and saying, "Move, yeah, go find yeah. her." Thorn is after Acantha. And I would be ahead of Celine. Okay. Right now. And that was a seven to, I guess, attack the pointy robot boy. The, the block with the... Yeah, does that trigger an activation or do anything? Nope, you... <laughs> Tink. Cool! And Nothing I proceed yet. forward. <laughs> I can't uh... It's fine! Okay. I can't thought you should listen to Mercer. He... <laughs> Thorn... Mercer just kind of leans back against the wall, just watches. <laughs> Thorn does not quite grab Acantha's arm and she proceeds forward. Just catches so, the tip. So <laughs> she proceeds into this room. Yep. Where immediately you see two more right here, both in the same condition as this one is. That's sus as heck. Thorn oh. comes in behind you, correct? <laughs> oh yeah. Do you two stay back here, or do you proceed forward? We're gonna proceed forward. And they finally L luck grab favors the the bold <laughs> or the reckless. Oh. <laughs> Celine would not be staying by the uh, the the spike. She would, like, again, this is one of those, like, if Thorn doesn't keep moving... Move it, move it, move it. He gets the poke. <laughs> magic missile! Are you setting off magic missile? Yeah, I'm gonna launch him at the pointy boys. Okay. 
Thorn swears again. <laughs> Damn it, I can't. Ah. I, I, no, I see Thorn going, oh crap, back up, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> They're like spreading their wings out and backing up. Oh! Celine would be in the hallway. <laughs> I'm a fire my laser! Alright, so. Look at the D4 out. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna aim two at the one in the further away corner, and mm -hmm. then the third one at the other guy. So two to the one on the left, and three to the one on the right? Um, or is it two to the one on the right, two to that and three one. on the one on the left? I, I get three darts, mm, two... Mm. Sorry, I'm thinking of the full blast. Mm -hmm. My mistake. Two on this one. Two on this one? Uh -huh, so the one on the right's taking two, the one yeah. on the left taking one. So gotcha. So that's four. It's eight on the first one, and okay. two on the other. <laughs> pew pew pew! Says a candle. Good, good finger pistols. <laughs> Thank good you. So you see these missiles come flying. Oh, actually, roll a d20. Oh, <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh, that would have been funny though, wouldn't it? And the exact opposite. That would have been hilarious. You know what it is? No, no I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a total joke. Discretion. No, that's for your, your tides of chaos. Um, so you see the two missiles fly out, the other missile fly out, and, doo, doo, doo. and you see just these little indentations in the stone now. Well, that's disappointing, and proceeds forward. So, Akantha and Thorin proceed forward down this way, mm -hmm. followed by... I, I, I wait, basically, I let them go and they get a little further past, so I know that we both can be... We're good! ...in the hallway. Okay. So, as you guys proceed forward into here, you notice that this tunnel looks more rugged, like it was dug out, not necessarily, it, it was dug out, but then something else kind of took away from the stone wall a little bit more, it, there's a little bit more cracks in the wall and dirt, you do see a door on the left, and a door directly in front of you. I'm going to open the door on the left. Okie dokie. But wait! It I don't is. have any skills. Can I just roll? Perception and see if there's a... Kind of get an inkling if there's a trap. You do investigation. You do notice the door is ajar. Okay. Slightly ajar. I just push it open. Hello! So you kick it open. You see <laughs> yeah, you, I kick it open. Well, I mean, you, you open <laughs> yeah. it up. No, I like and you see a bunch of thick vines, ferns, and all sorts of an amalgamation of plants that uh, peek out into the hall. Acantha's eyes light up. Ooh, it's a garden! Uh, let's see here. Did, did you say you wanted to make a perception check? Mm, no. Let's do it. Oh, no. Acantha has another headache. Mm. You're also entitled to a nature check if you should, if you should. Do you walk into the room? 
Um, no, I'm just in the doorway. Thorn is peeking over Acanthus' shoulder, and they will make a perception check, which they do not do well on. Um, well, I guess a 14. On the nature check or the perception? Did he make a perception? They did make a perception check. Okay. Sorry. Inside the room, based off Thorn's perception check... Yes. Deep inside the undergrowth of all the leaves and vines and everything, notices a porcelain vase with a gold-lined rim and a pair of amber and jade bead necklaces. Thorn gently moves Acantha aside. Both are half-embedded in a thick patch of moss. Acantha, step aside, please. And Thorn slips into the room and attempts to retrieve the objects you just described. All right, give me just a moment. Thorn, while technically of the, you know, Spearfisher tribe, is somewhat like a magpie and does like shiny things. It is their weakness. That would be a character flaw. He goes in, he attempts to retrieve. They attempt to retrieve both of the uh, sets of items. Shiny, shiny, shiny. And doesn't seem to notice the two violet fungi that rise up from either side of the room. Since Acantha is staring in behind them, does she see them? Uh, well, no, because you failed your nature check to notice them. But I'm watching this happen now. What causes you to notice them is them attacking Thorn. Ah, crap. Mercer and Celine do move forward now that there's room to okay. get into the hallway past those. Okay. So, looking at... Oh, wow. Okay. So, Thorn might not like this at all. Violet Fungus. Multi-attack. Fungus makes 1d4 rotting touch attacks, and there's two of them. So that's four. And four. Oh, crap. Good knowing you throwing them out. That's a... (laughs) That was good timing. Does a 14 hit. That's a crit. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to mark that. Oh, crap, because they have, they have three minutes. That's a 18 to hit. Does that hit? It just does. Okay. <coughs> so once you're done, I'm going to tell you what I do. Okay. That's a 15. That misses. Yeah, okay. you got to get an 18, my guy. All right, so that's the first one. That's a miss. That's a miss. What are all these rolls? They both get four. They both get one d4 multi attack each round. Well, I rolled the d4s and they both got four, so they're both doing four attacks. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. That's a seventeen, so that's a miss. And that's a critical miss. So the second one doesn't hit at all. The first one got a crit and a standard hit. So for the crit. Nice, babe. Oh. Go down. That's an 8, so max damage 16. 16? 
Yeah, because a crit is doubled. Oh, you're about to kill my guy right now. Thorn, Thorn's down. Yeah, Thor just <laughs> kills over. And that's two points. Oh, exactly, Zero. So. Oh no! Wait, you had him the first time. Thor yeah. So is, you oh. you instantly failed two death saving throws. No, you got to get to. If you, take you go damage. down to zero, yeah, which is the first it did. Yeah. You are currently unconscious. It yeah. then it becomes a critical hit on you, and it's two death two failed death saving throws. Oh, really? You're about to do this to me? Hey, I. I went off of what was supposed to happen should certain events take place, and your actions caused those two events to trigger. Okay, Akantha is going to leap in with a magic missile. So now she's mad. So as I hear this combat, as we hear this combat, mm-hmm. the first thing Mercer does is grab his wand, grabs his shield. Mm-hmm. You can use a shield? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. And Celine cast Mage Armor. Wait a sec. Does my second is my second wind self only? Yes. Damn it. Okay. And second wind would only work for Thorn. Oh. He I'll has put... to be conscious. Acantha <laughs> doesn't have second wind. Right, 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 right. Helps if I look at the right character sheet. Okay. So. I really should have taken. Who cast the Mage Armor? Celine cast Mage Armor because okay. she took the, the magic initiate. And so she can cast that right. okay. made that armor once per long rest. Okay. And so she does that. Mercer readies a wand and a shield, correct? And you said a Cantha cast magic missile. Oh yeah. She... Roll the damage of the magic missile. She's um, gonna lob one at each. She's got three. She's gonna. And then separate. as that happens, Mercer goes, "What's going on? Get out of there!" And I pew pew pew. Okay, well you've got two two of them in here and you've got three hits, so I need to know which oh. ones are taking because you you said you have three missiles for magic missile, right? Right, 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 right. Well one of them's gonna end up taking two while the other one takes one. Right, right, right. So number one there is gonna take four nine points of damage, and then the other one is gonna take two points of damage. Alright, so... Number one took nine, and number two took two. Now after that damage, roll initiative. I didn't kill one of those in that first? No, but you hurt one of them pretty bad. Ooh, wow. Dang. I'm thinking I should have just aimed all three at one of them then. <laughs> That's going to be 13 for a Alright, so we've got Mercer, Celine, Cantha... Uh, Thorn is down, and we've got the bionicus. Mercer, eighteen. Celine, seventeen. Acantha. She got a thirteen. What would Thorn have gotten? I know he's down and out, but he still has to have an initiative. Thorn would have got a fourteen. That is a good thing. What? And the fungus. <laughs> the fungus goes dead last because it has a negative yeah. five to its dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine so. They're not very active. Well, it's got a negative five dex, okay. and I rolled a six. So it got a one. <laughs> oh, Lord. So Mercer goes first. So Mercer is going to move to the door. Right up to here. And because Thorn's down, mm-hmm. you should be able to see these, these fungus. Oh, absolutely. 
Please save my friend! And he fires. Uh, he does a quick glance between the two of them. Which one looks worse? Oh, hold on. Before Number I forget, one. you shot magic missile. Roll Hi! Nothing. Okay. And that was your last uh, first level spell, yeah, correct? Yeah, I know. Okay. I was hoping. All right, go back to you. What were you saying? Yeah. So, for a Hail Mary Mercer there. moves up to the door mm-hmm. and looks in and he does a quick glance between the two of them. Which one looks worse? Number one. Number one looks worse. Okay. And he's going to go. Fireball. A little all-out finger pistol. Uh, yep, 17. That is definitely a hit. Um, two points of damage. <sighs> and then he will shift back and lean up against the the side of the door, or his back against the door, um, to allow Celine to move forward. Okay. Like he presses up against the yeah. wall. So, despite your best efforts, it's still going to be considered difficult terrain because you have just outside of five That's, feet. It doesn't matter. So, so she, she moves squeezes. up to the door. Yep, squeezes right past you. And uh, she leans down and goes, you'll be okay, Thorn. Cure wounds. Yay! <laughs> okay, how much is he healed? Or it healed? They. They healed. Uh, that's going to be a struggle. You can do it. 18, or not 18, sorry. Uh... Eight points. <laughs> Thorn is conscious. They stand up. He doesn't stand up yet. Now his turn. And then uh, she shifts out of the way. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, gasp. So five. Uh, so 15. 15 30. here. How is that? From right here, it'd be 5, 10, 15, and okay. she's on the other side well, of you. because she had to go backwards. So it's essentially 15 forward, 15 back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I thought you were saying all of that just to go back. All yeah. right. And, uh, yeah. Anyways. All right. So that was... Get back to that page. That was Celine. So now it's actually Thorne's turn. All right. It's half your movement to stand back up because you were knocked prone. They do that. And... Now Thorn is going to instinctively claw at the wimpier looking fungi with their talons. And they're gonna hit it with a 17. Which and one? that's seven points of damage! Which one was that? Number one. Number one? And it was with a talon? Their talons, yeah. They just rock! Even though they're heron, whatever. <laughs> How did you do seven points with a D4? Plus three. Modifier. Plus three. Oh, you rolled max damage. I did! Gotcha. Okay, so with the talon, right at the base of that plant, just whoosh, and this thing just, like a weed eater hitting a tall plant, just hits it and it clumps down and starts There's to wither and shake. Right. And you kind of see this greenish, gooey algae starting to flood out and quickly turn into moss. Oh, I forgot that. Well, it doesn't matter, but uh, Thorn does have disadvantage to attackers for the next 24 hours. So those attacks I rolled against it, all eight of them should have been at advantage. I'm sorry. 
Consider that my mistake as well as yours, and the only luck you're going to get in the fact that Thorn should have died. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Any more damage, guaranteed death right at the beginning. Yep, that would have really sucked. I will not be making that mistake again. Okay, so now it's Acantha's turn. Ah! Acantha is relieved to see her friend standing again, but she pushes them aside to come in with her sickle and slice up the other Okay, so boy. is Acantha and Thorn essentially changing, trading places yeah, here? Because there's not lets, enough room for you both to yeah, stand. Yeah, she like drags Thorn out and charges in. Okay, so switching places like that. And, oh! <laughs> they bounced, lucky me. That's gonna be a 20 to hit total. That's definitely a hit. And, oh. <laughs> it's gonna be one point of damage. Because the sickle doesn't, it's just 1d4. Plus your strength modifier. Oh, okay, so that's gonna be. Uh, or minimum point of one damage if you have Yep, it's minimum one damage. <laughs> Do you not have any strength? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> you worthless second glance, I'm gonna kick kink. <laughs> she was she just cuts off the very tip of the fungus. You don't even hit the fungus, you hit a leaf growing off the side of it. Just a little just a tiny little sliver. Take that! I'm a rabbi! <laughs> she cut off the very Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mercer, uh, your uh, turn. Uh, he uh he does the same thing again. He reaches in. Fireball. Okay, so just just to give me a visual <laughs> idea, is it basically like you're standing next to the door and you're just reaching your arm around and he bam. like rolls in. You know, you know you know how like when you're you're coming up on a door, you know, you're you're essentially reaching the door and you're like Rolling his, his he just body rolls sideways. So kind of halfway leaning in the door, mm -hmm. but enough to be able to retract yourself back. Yep, just quick. so that way you can see in okay. there clearly okay. enough. You see one plant still. Critical up. hit. Okay. Nice. Thanks, buddy. Fourteen points. <laughs> Light him up. It's still up. What? It's not looking good. My guy. It's, it's charred. It's smoking. It's been rabbied. <laughs> what did you used to call that? When it had one hit point left? One hit point syndrome. Yep. <laughs> bloodied. It's bloodied. <laughs> but here's what I will say. That blast hit it and caused it to hit the wall behind it. And you just see, like... It looks like it should be dead. And you see a semi-blotch of just green slime and ah! moss all over the wall. Did it, did it release spores? That's gross. It didn't release spores. It's just the, the organic material that causes it to be sentient is like an algae. Yeah. So when exposed to air, it turns into moss. I'm, th I'm taking a little bit of a page out of Hellboy 2. I'm down for it. Okay. So, Celine, your turn. She does essentially the same thing. She comes in and looks at it. And she, uh... Okay, so, in order for this to work, 
Thorn is going to have to shift over. Yeah, just push him out of the way. It's fine. <laughs> Celine can actually have a space. Because otherwise, Celine's going to have to continuously move through other characters' spaces and find an open space when effectively putting you in the room. Um, and so she casts Vicious Mockery. Do it! So it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> do you want me to just say it fails, or do you want me to actually roll this? Well, I mean, I would like for you to just tell me it fails, but it, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> Rolls an natural 20. <laughs> a 6. Nope, that fails. Minus 4 <laughs> gives it a 2. So. It, it fails on a 2, right? It fa- <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She, so she looks at it, and she's like, your roots are horrible, and you should die. And <clears throat> two points of psychic damage. <laughs> it just keels over. <clears throat> you can almost see, like, this little needle of psychic energy shoot from her, and it just, like, the whole thing in slow motion, this tiny little needle of energy just kind of right into it, and just this, almost like a men in black blast from a phaser gun just as this big blasted splat of leaves and petals and slimy fungus hit the side of the wall and there's just this algae growing down. And along with that kind of clears the original moss that had the necklaces and the vase covered and you guys see them sitting in this far corner over here. Oh, uh, the vase and the necklaces, what do we got over there? Lauren says, those are mine. We will share with the party. Duly noted. <laughs> and you see Mercer kind of leaning behind Celine. <laughs> Thorn bows What did you just say to me just, uh, you know, oh, I don't know, two minutes ago? Right, right, but I almost died. Right. And Celine saved you. I'll kick you in your shin. I'd like to see you try. He walks over. Oh, oh gosh, really? Okay. Thorn puts their hand on on your guy's. That's basically head. what happens. He's just like. <laughs> so Thorn reaches his hand out, put or it, there. You put your hand out onto Mercer's head, and Mercer's like trying to walk at you, but. Yeah. I, 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 I rolled a. Uh, uh, that'd be a four. To hit him. <laughs> you slip and hurt yourself. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, no, it's because I have a negative one to my attack. So <laughs> with my three, that makes it a two. You whiff it. Oh, Lord. So. Thorn just stares at you <laughs> with their cold, cold eyes. He's like, you know what? I got better, th- better top oh, foot. Stop. <laughs> Thorn picks. Thorn, you know, uh, what's the. What do you bait? Uh, uh, basketball palm. Palm, basically palms your head and just lifts you so that you're eye to eye with them. If you if if you lift him, he does. He will firebolt. Okay, never mind. Thor kneels down to your level. He, 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 Mercer does have short man syndrome. <laughs> Mercer, you're right. And All right. I so other than you watch him, put it back in his holster. But I want the base. We'll divvy the loots as we all as we always do. We'll see what they're worth. Bye. So all that's left in this hallway is that last door. Okay, so what? What, what are the two trinkets in the room, please? 
There were the, the two bead... Uh, it, it was the porcelain, the white porcelain vase with the gold-lined rim, and a pair of amber and jade bead necklaces. Like a matched pair, like yes. his and hers kind of thing? Okay. Not, no, not even a his and hers, like just a twin matching set. Okay, okay. Typically a his and hers has some sort of distinctive difference okay, when, when they make stuff like okay. that. Okay, works for me. So all that's left is this <coughs> door at the end of this hallway. I got this. <clears throat> I feel like we should go investigate the other doorway. I go check that door. So, Acantha turns around and goes back. Acantha comes walking back this way. Thorn, mm-hmm. with a weary sigh, follows Investigation. her. Investigation. Alright. Thorn and Acantha, hang on a second. 23 at the door. 23 at the door. Standard wooden door. Doesn't even seem like it's locked. It opens up. And immediately, you see every corner of the wall different crystals Ooh. up to four feet long Ooh, i could use this stuff this chamber resembles the interior of a large geode Ooh. natural crystal formations grow in clusters in the corners and along the ceiling and wall a single large crystal of blue quartz about four feet tall emerges from the ceiling of the room you are allowed you and celine are both allowed Intelligence Arcana checks. Okay. So Mercer is going to get a twenty. Okay. And Celine is going to get right. Look at her. Sixteen plus uh, flat sixteen. Flat. Okay, that's enough for both. Uh, you both recognize <coughs> that the crystals in this room represent a star map. The crystal in the center stands in. The crystal in the center stands in for the world, while the smaller crystals on the walls and ceiling represent positions of stars. The entire room has been structured with meticulous accuracy, and the numerous crystals seem to glow from within, glinting and glittering brightly when exposed to any source of light. Um, What are Mercer and Selene's passive perceptions? Selene, 14... Mercer 10. Okay. Celine notices this. Mercer does not. Um, Thick piles of fine ash are also formed in the corners. Celine looks at Mercer while he's studying the main crystal. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, there's fine ash in the corners. And Mercer's like, what? What? Oh. And he goes in to investigate the ash. Alright. So what you can what you get from the ash, I'm not even gonna make you roll for it, is very little. Um there's enough ash there to seem like Almost as if something was burned to its core and then incinerated. And there's a lot of it. Like, we're talking a good 10-pound bag's worth in each corner where the ash is at. 
He takes a little bit of it. Just feels like silk. Light with. Okay, so from my personal experience, I've only been exposed to two types of ash. One is ash from, like, deadfall, wood, mm -hmm. leaves, that sort of thing. The other kind is from charred food. Mm -hmm. This is more of the charred food rather than wood and leaves. You just kind of... You didn't hear that, did you? I did hear that. Oh, I'm sorry. What <laughs> in the world are I you doing? I downloaded as a soundboard. So he, uh, at that point, if he doesn't really see anything else in the room, mm -hmm. at this point he's going to, uh, you do see he's going to make a listen check real quick. Okay. Or perception, I guess. That's going to be a Mercer for, for Mercer it's a nine. It's a nine? Yeah. Yeah, he, basically he was going to see to hear if he noticed that they went off. Oh, yeah, they, they totally took off back down the... He uh, wasn't paying attention, so he's lost in the room. So he... he uh, He's like, oh, another door. We might as well just move forward. All right, so I'm going to put you guys right here, and I will come back to you in a second. Okay. Thorn and Acantha. Thorn and Acantha. You both went da back down this way. Yeah, to go down that door right next to me. This hallway? Yeah. Okay. Stuff is going to get best tomorrow. So, how, how far into this hallway are you going? I'm going to go all the way down. Okay. And dragging Thorn all the way. Cause right here. So, you get to this <laughs> pool of water. Yeah. Then Akanda is going to roll, I don't know, investigation perhaps? Give, me just, give me just a second here. I don't like. You, are you wanting to examine the pool? Yeah, is that correct? Okay, cool. so you are allowed an intelligence perception or medicine check. Uh, all right, perception, that's going to give me seven. You see a big pool of water. Pretty! Thorn gets a lot better. Thorn gets, um... <laughs> Thorn gets a 19. Okay, so between Acantha and Thorn... Cantha is just standing at the edge, looking at the water. Pretty water. Thorn is actually down on hands and knees, looking closely at the water. Sees into the water and sees bone coming up out of the bottom that look and appear very similar to that of dragon skull horns. Wait a freaking Thorn second. is now entitled to a perception check. A second perception check. Thorn, receive the crap out of it. Oh, it's stuck. Here you go. Okay, that'll work. Where did that come from? That's the other that was the original ball. one I found. Oh! What was that? I rolled a 16 plus 20 total. 20? Yeah. Right oh, wait, on. Investigation or perception? Sorry. Perception. Perce okay, yeah, 20. Okay, right on the money, Thorn's able to tell that there's some sort of creature slumbering inside of what appears to be a dragon skull. I'm familiar with what's happening here. Okay, don't medicate. Thorn, I know. Thorn being usually the more cautious person turns to Cantha 
I can't though. There's something down there in the water. We need to go back for the others. I don't feel like dying today. Again. Again. Fine. Because Thorn has that look on their face like, disagree with me and I will whoop you. Okay. You guys are going to stop right there. Uh-huh. We're going to go back to Mercer and Celine. You guys get up to the second door. I check it. Check it. Same whole thing. It's a standard wooden door. Throws it up. And this one has a more unique style of handle. It's not a turning handle. It's one of those latch ones where you grab it, raise it, and unlatch. Okay. And it just kind of swings open. He does so then. I take it back. That was not a wooden. That was not a wooden door. That was a stone door. Uh, the doors are carved with intricate sun and moon patterns, and both partially ajar. So this, these doors are already open. Okay. In, they proceed. Inside, you see a desk with a rug and chairs. You see shelves with books laying about on them. Well, since I'm working with him at the moment, you're fine. You also see the corpse of a halfling adventurer that lays just before the door leading into the next room. Does the halfling look familiar? He doesn't look like anybody you would recognize. He's not Mercer. You're Mercer. Or not Mercer. Uh, Marcus. The the M. The Magnus. Magnus. Sorry. Has your character ever met Magnus before now? But if he's a well-known adventure, adventurer. Story-wise, yes. There. Visually, you have very poorly detailed pictures that may have been depicted, but there's no indication that you've ever met, seen. Or had any real okay. understanding of what well, Magnus then I'm gonna, well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go investigate the body. Okay. That's going to be a 20. Um, is that... That was an investigation on the body. Okay. Like, investigation does not reveal anything. Medicine skill, on the other hand, will. Okay, well, let me roll for medicine. 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. You can determine that uh, from examining the body, it succumbed to some sort of a deadly poison. And based off what you've seen up to this point, it looks like this is the only individual who made it this far. Please. Uh, I want to check the door then. I'm going to see if I'm I'm going to do an investigation on the door. Okay. Um, As you do that, while you were, you know, while you were doing this, the the medicine check, I'm gonna let Celine have a perception check. Okay. That's gonna be an, uh, an eight. <laughs> okay. So neither of you notice it right away, and as you go decide, I'm gonna go look at the door. You both look up and you see a ghost that looks exactly like the body you're examining, just uh, kind of standing there. We both like roll backwards, like. And it, it literally like just standing with his hand with its hands in his pockets going. Hmm. And Mercer has his wand in his hand, 
with a shield. Who are you? Oh, hi. Uh, I was him. And who is him? Well, that's me. Name, stupid. Oh, I'm Magnus. Or at least I was, am, kind of, sort of. You still are by spirit. Yeah, true. You don't lose your identity when you die. That is a matter of opinion. Well, by his opinion, <laughs> you don't. So, uh, what killed you? Well, I... I'd rather not... wanted to go into that door and get that compass, and the second I walked in, something shot at me, and yeah, poisoned. Like, directly at Ford at you? Yep. Well, I hate to sound morbid, but, uh... Can I use your body? <laughs> That's nasty. Only if I can use yours. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta call him daddy first. I, uh, whoa. So what do you... Really? So what do you need my body for? I assume you're here for the astral compass, which is on the other side of this door. Uh, we're here to investigate. If that's, uh, spoils of, of rummaging, then absolutely. Well, okay. So... Just based off that answer, I can tell you don't know very much about the astral compass, do you? No. But okay. Hold on. Let me... <laughs> history or arcana, what do you want me to roll? Uh, you can go for history. Um, and is this a magical... This the, the compass is a magical item, right? Yeah. Okay, so I have advantage. Uh, that's going to be a 23. Do I know anything about the astral compass? Uh, you've heard of astral compasses. You've heard that they can act as vessels to hold shards of star pieces. Excuse me. Which each, with, with each star piece, whoever possesses the compass uh, gains access to minor <laughs> capabilities. And the compass also points in directions to nearby star shards. So I basically, I relay that information. This is the understanding that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you get star fragments, you put it in there, they give you magical benefits to some degree, and points you in the direction of the same fragments. True. It Anything can, different. It's also able to locate very unique treasures. Ooh. Both, both Mercer and Celine are like, I, I'll tell you what. Here, here's here's what I will offer you. Okay, you allow me safe passage of possession to your body, and I will lead you on a fantastic adventure that my former party apparently was too good to do, in hopes of reaching that treasure. Are you in regard to traveling with me? Are you just a Passenger, or are you looking for activity? I am a passenger with vast knowledge. And that is it? Yes. You swear on your astral form? <sighs> I, yes, that, that's all I have. I, I have 
I had a unique set of skills that allowed me to get... You, you saw the old traps back there? Yeah. Yeah. You notice how they didn't do anything? Mm-hmm. And he points at himself. Ooh, you and I could be good friends. You, you, you remember the, the spiky trap to the doors? Did you find a door with a spiky trap? Uh, well, we found a door, but no spiky trap. I, I heard something in the background after I we deciphered the, the pillars. Okay. But... Well, that one I know was set. That one I also knew didn't hold the astral compass, so I didn't mess with it, but I recognized it right away. I used to be a very, very skilled individual in, say, stealth and acrobatics. I think we can have a wonderful friendship. Okay. He holds his hand out. The second he puts his hand to yours, you just feel him... Ooh, he's absorbed into your grace. So now you have the possession of Magnus inside your body. Okay. Periodically, I will give you little tidbits of this and that as he is trying to relay information to you. Perfect. That being said, that is all he's going to... As far as you know, that's all he's going to be doing right Still. now. Okay. So then, uh, well, let's... Well, Celine, Magnus, let's go. So at this point... You hear it in his head, and you go, <coughs> double check the door. So, investigation on the door. Yep. You guys are up here now. In the meanwhile, Thorne, that's going to be a 23. Thorne and Macantha are coming back towards the rest of the party. Yes. And then, uh. All right, hold, hold on. So, are you guys coming all the way back mm-hmm. to here? All right. Mm-hmm. In the amount of time it took you to have that conversation. Yeah. Oh, easily. Now, here's what I am going to do. I'm going to roll a percentile die. Okay. If I get a 51 or above, Magnus took possession inside your body before you two got back. If I roll a 50 or below, I see it you guys walk in just as you see this ghost go into, into him. That is a six... Yeah, 64. Oh. So, no. So, the ghost... Your interaction with Magnus happens, and then, like, 30 seconds later... Uh, Mercer, Selene... Oh, there you are. Hi! Hey, guys! We found something! I did, too. What'd you find? Trap door with, a uh, serious poison. We found a big, pretty pool of water. Thorne says there's something living in it. I don't swim. Neither do I. Alright. So, at this point, you know you have to use Thieves Tools Kit yep. to... So... 20! <laughs> yeah, buddy! So you get to fiddling with this thing, and you you hear a little bit of a gyro turn, a little bit of a sprocket turn that way, and all of a sudden, click, tink, and you hear... Oh, you broke it! On the it. other side of the door. Sounds like something shot into the door from the Does other the side. Does the door open? The latch unlatches, and now you can open it up. So I, uh... Forgive me, Magnus. Hold him up. Kick open the door. <laughs> okay, the door opens up, and... You see an altar with the astral compass sitting on it. Ooh, pretty! I, uh, walk over towards it. And if nothing happens when I get over there, I gently put Magnus's body down, and wait, then wait, wait, I wait. take the compass. What kind of body are we talking here? Because I, I missed that part. Little gnome. Okay, oh, hey, no, 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 no. I mean, like, 
What's the state of the body? Yeah, in decent condition. Oh, so he's just... He's recently dead. By poison. Oh. Like... Well, it... Within it's... the last couple days dead? No, no. Definitely several months dead. Oh, that's just gross, man. So he's all desiccated. And crispy. Based off of what little bit of airflow has gone into these rooms, it has decently preserved the body yeah, at a slower rating. Slower rate of decay. Similar yeah. to like Egyptian tombs and such. Yeah, so he's like all dried out and crispy. <clears throat> Either way. <laughs> he's a crunchy boy. Yeah, you set him down. Gently. You see the astral compass <laughs> and you even see one Chardon. Everybody give me a perception check as soon as you pick that oh, up. Oh, joy. Just what I wanted to hear. So, Celine oh. will get a 18. Do I need to give myself a perception check? Oh, yeah. Everybody's in the room. Oh, man. That's a 17 for Kappa and a... Oh, not a lot for Thorn. And I will tell you what happens in just a moment. All right, what did everybody get? A Kappa got a 17. Thorn got a 9. 16 and an 8. Okay, so... Mercer. Okay, so whoever got above the 12, you guys hear a whole bunch of different things. You hear what sounds like mechanical devices uh, doing something for a moment, like... And then you hear what sounds like followed behind that, an echoey sound of a bunch of stones falling. What are you guys doing now? Uh, well, after I pick it up, the shard's already in there, right? The first shard is already in there, yes. Okay, well then at that point, then, um, I'm going to, uh, put in my backpack, and you said there was something else going on? Yeah, there's a... <clears throat> Some kind of critter living in a pool back along the way. Well, are we messing with it or are we just are we out? My general inclination is to leave it alone. However, given my experience in this particular uh, catacomb, I'm inclined to want to go poking a little. But Thorn! You almost got your shit rocked by a couple of mushrooms. I mean, we can always hold up here and rest. That is a wise idea, my friend. Ooh, nap time! Okay, so are you guys taking a long rest in this area then? Yeah. All right. So unless you guys plan on doing anything specific especially if it involves leaving this room. You guys have no problem. I'm going to, uh... Just taking a nap. I'm going to, like, for a few moments, I'm going to step out. I'm like, I want to go check those crystals again. I'll be right back. I'm curious about those. All right, so while the rest of them start taking a rest, you walk out here. Yep. The up Where, a little bit. I go into the crystal room. You go in. Great. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. Uh, that's going to be an amazing 10. 
No. You see a bunch of glow come from the center crystal. Mm -hmm. Well, a bunch of glow start with all the crystals around the wall, and it's as if they all shoot up to the top crystal at the center, and it blasts you with radiant energy, and you take seven points radiant damage. Oh, I haul tail straight back into the <laughs> door. Nope, nope, I'm done. Mm -mm. Do you slam the door or do you shut the door? Oh, no, 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 that door got slammed. Ah! I can't fit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> As you see me smoking. Oh no! Acantha sits up. She's startled. Thorn. <laughs> what happened? Uh. Well, I like explosions and all, but that crystal just zapped the heck out of me. Yeah, you're looking a little crispy. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go roll and crawl up over in a little ball over here and uh, rest this off. Right. So okay. The door, does it open into that little hallway or into the room? Into the room. Okay. So Thorn, it opens towards you. All right. Thorn is going to shift over and lay against the door. So right here. So that the bulk of their body. You acts. went over here into the corner? No, I'm over there. I'm, I'm so where, like, when the door opens up, like, I'm out of the way. No, 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 wait. Thorn, okay, is that a desk next to Thorn? It is. <laughs> I know. Okay, Thorn is going to push that desk in front of the door. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I think. He lays an egg. <laughs> no. They lay an egg. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thorn gets a six it, If I lay an egg, you mean take a dump and <laughs> the effect of a strain, I could believe that. Oh, God. It'd be everything coming out the yeah, cloaca. Anyways. Yeah, moving on. That was a six. Can they try to push it again? Well, the first round just caused him to, you know, pass a little gasp from the strain. Oh, my goodness <laughs> me. I'm very sorry. And, okay, that's for sure. That's a total of 20. Yeah. After the first time, it's like, yeah, screw this. Embarrassment. <laughs> Embarrassment has enraged them. And they so, hold yeah, you, the door in front. You make that table turn a full 90 degrees and... Right against the door. All right. And then Thorn lays down across the desk. Assuming Thanks, Squirt. That's enough. What'd you get? So, Celine goes and lays her bedroll down next to Mercer. They crash. All right. So, so, are Celine and Mercer just, like, cohorts, or are they, like, romantically involved? So, they are kind of a... Or are they like siblings? No, they're 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 two different races. They're kind of it, they're they're kind of a pair, but they're you know they they are and they aren't. Okay, so, so, oh, so will they won't they kind of thing. So like they, okay. they they tend to be like peas in the pod. Okay. And uh, you know they may or may not because like you know there'll be some banter back and forth occasionally, but so it's hard to say whether. You're just not 100% sure. Maybe there was something there at one point, or maybe there will be something. Exactly. Oh, so cool. it's it just, it's hard to say, but they, they do tend to stick together a lot. Okay. Acantha's asexual, so don't worry about any nonsense from her. Okay. All right. So unless there's something else anybody's doing. Nope. All right. So you all drift off to sleep. Solid eight hours. You wake up.
Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.